you're going to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy certain point if you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status we i mean i'm not even i'm not even saying eat meat but at least put some cereal in the milk come on <laughs> you that's like taking 666 the mark of the beast and redefining it like biggie tried to do and saying no it means this or that no, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Blessed is the man that walketh not. So, if you want to be blessed, I'm trying to teach y'all how to read scripture. This is how you read it. I mean, this is the way I read everything in the Bible. I just take the, 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 I just reverse it. Okay, so if it's saying blessed is the man, it's basically telling me that if I don't, or if I avoid these things, I can be blessed. But if I do these things, I can't be blessed. So, that makes sense? So, if you want to be blessed, three things you cannot do. You cannot walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You cannot stand in, uh, in the way of sinners and you cannot sit in the seat of the scornful. But your delight has to be in the law of the Lord, which is his word. And in his law, you got to meditate on it day and night. And if you do these things, you're going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth, shall prosper. This is probably one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. Whatsoever. Look at somebody say whatsoever. Whatsoever, whatsoever he doeth. This man that avoids the counsel of the ungodly, the way of sinners, and the city of the scornful, and he meditates on the, on the word day and night. Whatever he does, he's going to prosper. Amen? Y'all know people like that. They just prosper. Don't mean they're perfect, but they prosper because their goal is to avoid the counsel of the ungodly, standing in the way of sinners, and sit in the seat of the scornful. So let me break these three things down and let you know what the scripture is telling us about this. Having good water. Here we go. Counsel of the ungodly. When it says, do not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We aren't able to grow if the water we are planted in is stagnant and useless. Of course, Revelation tells us, so then thou art lukewarm, neither hot nor cold. What is he saying here? You're worthless. Your water is good for nothing. So I'm going to spew you out of my mouth because your water is just good for nothing. Okay, you can't grow nothing with that water. For the sake of camaraderie, friendships, and companionship, many forfeit their God-given blessings. They'd rather have a friend than the blessings of God. Yeah. Because you know this friend is possessed by Satan. You dream about this friend and they always have horns in your dream. God is trying to, what's that song on Color Purple? He's trying to tell you something. Can't sleep at night and you wonder why? Maybe. Amen. You know that friend is no good. Your friend, she sleep with anything moving. Hair and teeth. That's your close friend. 
You'd rather have that friend than a blessing. Because with that friend around you, she's not just forfeiting her blessings. She's forfeiting yours. You devoted and dedicated to her. What kind of husband you think is going to be attracted to you? I can't get amen. 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 Women, you got a gay friend. You'll never get a good man. Ever. Never. You just repelling him like you got raid and he's a roach. You're repelling him. Women, if you have a gay friend. You don't have gay friends. Men, if you have a gay friend, you're gay. Am I right, men? I mean, I don't need to... Do I need to explain that? I go deep in depth in that or anything? No. I said, ain't no need to explain, man. You bringing home little Terry. Me and Terry, we gonna go to the movies. What? Terry smell like potpourri. But if a man has a friend that is gay, he's gay. If a woman has a gay friend, she is stagnant water, good for nothing. I mean, no man going to find her not a good man. God's not going to grant you a good man and you have gay friends. Let me preach. For the sake of camaraderie and friendship, people forfeit their God-given blessing. Don't come telling me how you just can't get a blessing. And you are choosing the wrong friends. They choose people that cater to their deficit instead of challenging them to be better. Huh. Well, this friend, she makes me uncomfortable because she always wanting to pray. Well, maybe it's stuff to pray about. Won't you quit clubbing? That's what you want to pray about. We sit under pastors and leaders that will not teach truth. They won't stand for what is right. And they won't uphold a godly standard. Then we are walking, partnering with a curse. So when we sit under these folks, we're partnering with a curse. Let me say it again because somebody's not listening. Tell people all the time, you know, you want to be blessed of God? You got to leave that church you at. How are you going to be under a homosexual pastor and expect to get a good husband? Every man that's under him is suspect. I wouldn't have my little boys nowhere where there was a bunch of flames. I wouldn't be in the church where there's one in the audience. This word is hardcore this morning, ain't it? The curse comes because if we are not standing for what is right, we are standing for what is not right. Look at somebody say, there's no in-between. In-between is lukewarm. If you're not standing for what is right, then you're lukewarm. And lukewarm is the same as not standing at all. Lukewarm is not standing at all. God said that there is a blessing and a curse, no in between. So to be blessed, we must not walk with that which is cursed. So we must not be in the counsel of the ungodly if we want to be, nor standeth in the way of sinners. If you want to be blessed, you can't be standing in the way of sinners. What does he mean by standing in the way? The way of sinners is the manner or life or way sinners live. That's what it's saying. So you cannot have the manner of life of a sinner if you want to be blessed. I just said so much right there. When we think, act, and behave like sinners, we are choosing our own way instead of God's way. When we think, act, behave like sinners, we are choosing our own way Instead of God's way. Amen. 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 Problems get heavy, we go get drunk. Amen. 
That's what sinners do. That's the manner of life of a sinner. Somebody make you mad? You got to cuss. That's what sinners do. That's the manner of life of sinners. Instead of praying, you, you know, you, you, you're trying to run, a, run game on somebody. That's what sinners do. That's the way of a sinner. Man, you're on your job and you steal a little bit of something. That's what sinners do. Oh, y'all laughing. Folks steal on their jobs and supposed to be saved. Running the church programs off on the job copy machine. <laughs> Stealing gas to get to church. Folks steal gas. Church folk. Steal gas with the fish on the back of the car. <laughs> when we act, behave like sinners, we are choosing our own way. Sure, we are human and make errors. But when we live in sin or practice sinful lifestyles, then we for Look at somebody say forfeit. God is not getting involved with that mess. We forfeit our blessings. First John says, we know that those who have become part of God's family do not make a practice of sinning. For God's son holds them securely and the evil one cannot get his hands on them. But when you make a practice of sinning, the evil one has got you. So which one is it? Does God have you? Or does the devil have you? And we must be careful. To not enter into jobs, contracts, or relationships that will cause us to compromise truth for the sake of gain or friends. Said we already talked about it. You on Facebook, and, and you can't teach truth because all your friends are against your truth. So you can't say nothing worth anything on Facebook. Popping popcorn today. Then Obama comes out and says he's for gay marriage. And you silent. You don't get on Facebook for a week. Because if you put anything on there, all your friends, how dare you say that? We all got sin, eh? With something wrong with all of us. How dare you judge him like that? See, that's what the white man wants. See, that's what the... All your friends. Those are your friends. Oh, I can't get amens on this part. Because that's happening to somebody. If you look up and all your friends got something to say like that, then they're not your friends. You have surrounded yourself with people that's causing you to compromise the truth. Look at somebody and say, this is the sinner's way. This is the sinner's way. This is the way of sinners. He said, if you want to be blessed, you can't walk in the way of sinners. You can't do what sinners do. When we are in this way... We have a constant hindrance in our lives and will never be blessed of God in this state. Ephesians said, and have no what? Fellowship. fellowship. What does the word fellowship mean? Gathering. Being together. Don't be together with the unfruitful works of darkness. So folks that's practicing unfruitful works of darkness, you can have no fellowship with them. But rather what? Tell them about themselves. Well, Jesus hung out with the sinners and he told them about themselves. Well, Jesus hung out with them and he hung out with them because they found him. He wasn't looking for them. They came to where he was and he sat them all down and told them about themselves. Now you got to make a decision. You're going to be with me and change or you're going to stay the same? Oh yeah, because the Bible gives us an instance of this. The rich young ruler. Remember? Jesus, like, oh, you want to be with me? Well, here's what you got to do. 
I'm already doing all that. Okay, well, one thing you lack. Get rid of everything. And trust me for it to get it back. Bible said he said he, he couldn't do it. So he had to do what? Walk away from Jesus. Walk, the Bible said he walked away from Jesus. Yeah, because Jesus was like, you know, if you ain't going to be down with my program, then we can't hang. Oh, can I get an amen on that? That's what you ought to tell your friends. Look, man, you know, you, you can't, no, I mean, if you can't conform to what I believe in, bro, we can't, we can't roll. Because you're a hindrance to me and you're forfeiting my blessing. But I grew up with pretty Tony. Dude, you 40 now. That was when y'all was 17. You 40 now. It's time for you to tell little Tony to get on. Pretty Tony. Amen. Y'all can't be friends no more. That boy is out there. He's affecting your relationship with your wife. Your wife don't even trust you because of pretty Tony. Oh, I can't get amens in here. Amen. You've been friends with Sean Quinetta. Y'all grew up together. But she's a whore. So for the sake of your family, you can't be hanging out with her. Y'all can't be friends no more. I don't want to leave. I don't want to desert her. Y'all are on the same page. She don't believe what you believe. Oh, I can't get amens in here. Why is it so quiet in here? What are you, am I just, what? There are some folks I would have loved to kept as friends. But because we weren't going in the same direction, I had to cut them loose. Amen? If I want a friend, then I better call Sabatha. Because that's the one I can trust. So I better keep her happy. So if I got friends she don't like, then I need to dismiss them. That's not where you exercise your head of the house. You know, that's when men want to do it. They want to do it when it's convenient for them. No, I'm the head of the house, and I'm going to keep Bashika as my friend. We, we dated when we was young. Now, I understand. But now we just friends. And you know men are just dumb when it comes to this kind of stuff. You don't, you don't even know Bashika's ulterior motive. You can't see nothing because you're a man. You warp. Your thinking is whacked out warped when it comes to this kind of stuff. That's when the help meet has to come. Your wife can smell it, see it, hear it. She got a bad radar. Never even talked to Bashika, but I already know. Baby, I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard Bashika. I don't don't know where it came from. You're like, ooh. Y'all know what I'm saying? That's when you need to help me. You don't know. Well, she's just being nice. She just, she just being nice. She don't have nobody else. She just need a little help. That's when it's a problem. You start helping her. I can't get the way back. See, the men, they like it when it's, you know, the other way. Tell these women to get in line. I love it, Pastor. They come to me after church. Boy, you preaching, Pastor. These women, these women, Jezebel witches. Now, Jezebel, now the, your wife ain't the one that's the witch. That's Bashika, that's Jezebel. She the one doing voodoo when you ain't around. Chicken bones and. You hug her and feel something just scratch your back like this. What was that? Chicken bones. How you doing, Jerome? 
your nails kind of long, ain't they? Chicken bones. And the little sense he had, now he don't have any. Bones just wiped it out. That's why you need to help me. You need your wife to say, look, uh, I don't like uh, Mashika. And you better listen to her, man. Men! You better listen to her. That's what she's there for. She can see it. Oh, she don't know. She's just jealous. Nah, bruh. I seen Bashika. <laughs> Amen. But y'all know, am I telling the truth? Am I telling the truth? Get out of the way of sinners, men. Listen to your wives, men. Yeah, you the head, you the man, you're going to make some decisions, you, you know, all of that. But when it comes to those things, other women, ulterior motives, you better listen to your wife. That's called help meeting. <laughs> and it's a man that she don't like that you hanging around. Listen to her on that too. Oh, okay, let's see. That's where they want to draw the line. Now, wait a minute. He's been my boy. That's been my boy. He's been my boy for 20 years. He's been my boy. He's been my boy. She's like, something wrong with your boy? I don't like when he comes. Oh, that's all right. That's my boy. He, that's my dude. That's my, that's my dude. He's my boy. He's my dude boy, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. But every time he hugged me, he popped my bra strap. I just, I don't know what that's about. I just, just feel it. But that's my boy. That's my dog. That's my dude. Dude, dog, boy. <laughs> Can I tell the truth in here? Women, they can. Am I telling the truth? And the men, come on. Tell me. Tell, tell, don't, I'm going to be honest. She, she caught something that you just did not. You weren't able to see it. I'm, I got both my hands up. She caught it. You, you, you just, you blew it. Can't see. But nobody want to raise their hand and admit it. You know, I, I know. I need my wife. I need her eyes. I need her ears. I need her nose, her mouth. I need all her senses. I need a six one, too. Five plus one. I need all of it because they catch you blindsided, thinking you know, you know what I'm saying. Play on you, you know. You just want to help them, and I just, you know, no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Everyone takes a stand in life. Either we are standing in the way of holiness or God's way, or we are standing in the way of sinners, which is our own way. Being disobedient to God and choosing our own way is cursed. It's the opposite of blessed. Blessed is a man that does not walk in the way of sinners. Though Jesus died for our curses, he died for all of our curses. I hate when people say that. There ain't no curse on me. Jesus died for the curse. Well, his death has to be applied by our belief in him. That's not all. How do, how, how do we believe in him? That is upheld by our yeah, you tell your child to do something and they don't do it they didn't believe <laughs> amen beat down time man God gonna do the same thing but God's not gonna have to do the beating he let the devil slap you around yeah yeah just little consequences of straighten him up just a little taste of consequence That'll get him. That'll get him back on his knees. Hollering for Jesus. What have I done, God? What have I done? 
God's like, Negro. I told you. I told you. I sent signs. I told you. Your dog spoke words. Literal words. Dog told you. No! You still. <laughs> you still. You still went over there to help out Mashika. Dog pulled your pants leg. Wouldn't let you. No! Dragging you in the house. You get off me. She need help. Amen. Yeah. Mashika's pregnant. Tell him, Elroy, I rolled you. <laughs> Can I tell the truth in here? Though Jesus died for our curses, the death, his death had to be applied by our belief in him, and that is upheld by our obedience to him. Run these two scriptures together and you get the whole thing. Philippians 1.29, for unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. Psalms 1.19 says, and it is good for me that I have been afflicted and suffered for his sake. Why? They taught me how to obey you, God. What is the seat of the scornful? Sitting in the seat of the scornful is simply saying that we have relaxed. And are chilling comfortably with those that mock the truth of God's word. That's the biggest problem in the body of Christ right now. We want to be ecumenical. We want to be, we want the coexist bumper sticker on our car. We want to treat everybody. Well, I respect your God. You respect mine. Amen. Yeah, he got all the Mason symbols on the back of his car. And you riding with him. No, I can't ride with you, bro. Not in this car got all them symbols, you know, which is ghetto anyway. It's supposed to be a secret society. See, that's why they don't let black folks in the real way. I tweeted that the other day. They don't let black folks in the real Masons because they walk around with a jacket on. Been a Mason since 92. It's supposed to be a secret, man. It's a secret society. Jude 18. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk away after their own ungodly lust. That's what a scornful person is. That's a mocker. Remember when you were in high school and you wore something that didn't really match the code of what everybody else kind of wore? Remember that? You thought you was cool in the mirror at home. You're like, this velour jumpsuit is tight. You in the mirror, man, thank you, daddy. It was Adidas, but it was spelled with an O at the end. Adidas. Two stripes. 
And you got the school. <laughs> and everybody, ah! Adidas! Man, ain't no Owen Adidas! Dude, you only got two stripes! Hey, y'all! He only got two stripes! You're like, ah! <laughs> y'all remember that? Go in the restroom and pee on yourself so your mama have to come get you. I peed on myself, mama. I can never wear this again. <laughs> Y'all know nothing about that. The problem was you let your daddy try to dress you fly. He dressed you like he dresses. Why them church shoes with that? Man, that's all right. Come on, man. Oh, no, I pay. Ah, my dad, I pay $15 for them church shoes, boy. Where the church shoes to school? I remember I had some... <laughs> I had some Stacey Adams. Oh, and it was white. And my daddy made me wear them. Wear them Stacey Adams. Because I left my tennis shoes at, at the church out of town where his church was. So I had to go to school the next that Monday. He made me wear them church shoes. I said, Daddy, I will make some shoes. I mean, do we have anything in this house? I cut some cardboard, some ribbon, and make some flip-flops. I said, just please. Why them shoes, boy, I paid $15. So what I did, I went in the back room and got a pen. you remember this. And I drew stars all on them. And I put Tony Dart Sets number on the side. <laughs> I made it worse. So I got to school, and you know, far away, everybody's like, dude, man, the new Tony Dart Sets. They got them close. <laughs> to every class that day. Nobody saw me walking that day. They didn't know how I got to class. I was like, man, how did you get to class? I, was, uh, I slid through the air conditioning. I was in the air ducts. I came down through the ceiling. That's what a mocker is. I said all that to say. What time is it? Okay. That's what a mocker is. That's what a mocker does. He sits back and he just high sides you. That's what we used to call it. Well, that's what the Bible is saying. It means to, we have accepted a lie as the truth and we are comfortable with it. The secret sensitive gospel of inclusion is a prime example of this. Most Christians don't have a problem with sinners, their sin, or their attacks against our gospel. So what they're doing is they mock God by saying that the God you serve is not the right God. God wouldn't say that. He said don't judge. God wouldn't judge. You judge it. So they take the word and they mock you with it. Even though you are standing on the truth. You can't be blessed in this state. The Bible tells us, be not unequally yoked together with what? Unbelievers. What fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? So simple. When we do not stand up for the word and we rest with the people that are contrary to the word, then we have accepted the lie of the truth and we become mockers of God. Simple stuff. We must never be comfortable around those that do not believe in the full gospel of Jesus Christ. You comfortable around them? Because if they're mocking you and what you believe, they're mocking God if you believe the truth. 
But for the sake of friendship, you're going to sit there and let them tell you what God would say? And you really know the truth and know their line? Yeah, I'm on this for a reason because there's folks in here. That's your problem. That's why you can't be blessed. That's why your prayers don't get answered. Because you're too busy trying to please people that don't believe what you believe. We must never be comfortable with this. We must never accept people as friends if they are not friends of the gospel we believe in. 2 Corinthians says, And what concord has Christ with a devil? Or what part hath he that believes with an unbeliever? With a sinner? What do y'all have in common? We must never allow people to sit us down in their presence while they reject the truth of God's word. We must flee from people that refuse to accept what God says and who he is. Jesus told his disciples, you go to a town, them people don't want to accept it, what do you do? You flee from them. You don't stay there. Because if you stay there, you're going to change. Oh, this is good stuff. The blessed man desires to do and study what is right. When people choose to dwell where wrong is, then their motives should be questioned. 2 Corinthians 6 and 16, in what agreement at the temple of God with idols? Why are you a Freemason talking about you in Christ? The two can't mix. You took a pledge to Athena's temple. And you're claiming the temple of God. The Bible is sitting there telling you, what agreement do they have? There's no agreement. It's getting quiet. And ye are the temple supposed to be of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. So how is God in your temple and you in a false God's temple? Why would you dwell where wrong is being made to look right? Because you do not delight in the law of the Lord. The Bible says that the man that is blessed delights in the law of the Lord. But if you would rather be where they're making wrong look right, then you do not delight in the law of the Lord. And that's why the blessings of God are not on you. Everything I do, everything I touch turns to crap. That's because you do not delight in the law of the Lord. Every time I try to put it together and it looks like it's going to work, it falls apart. You're not delighting in the law of the Lord. Meditating on the law of God or words of Jesus day and night when it says this man meditates day and night on the word. Meditating on the word day and night does not mean that you read the Bible all day. It means you apply the Bible all day. Uh oh. Yeah, you just apply the Bible all day. That's what you do. When you make a decision, you apply the word. It means that your goal for each day is to do what God desires and whatever you desire lines up with his will and his intent. That's all it means. So whatever you desire lines up with the word. And whatever he desires, you do. That's meditating day and night. Lining up your actions with his law or his will. 1 Timothy 4 and 15. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. The only way to bring forth good healthy fruit is to be planted where the water is good. The rivers of water is water that is moving. A river moves. Rivers don't stand still. That's a swamp. Rivers move. They flow. The rivers of water is water that is moving. 
moving water is purified by its motion. Yeah, when water moves, it runs through rocks, it moves through this, and it purifies itself because it's moving. But stagnant water becomes useless. It's a swamp. It's nasty. When it's stagnant, the wrong stuff grow in it. But when it's moving, the right stuff finds it. We must be planted where the living water or moving water or word of God is saturating us. And causing us to grow if we desire to be blessed. If you get a good supply of good water, then your leaves will always flourish, according to the word, and they will not wither, and whatsoever you do will what? That is God's formula for being blessed. John 7 and 38, let the one who believes in me drink, just as the scripture says, from within him will flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly, what that's really saying, that don't mean the water's going to come, you're going to throw up and none of that stuff. You know, they, they say that when they're praying for folks. Uh-oh, here come the river, here come the river. No, 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 no. It's just saying that the water flows through you. It's moving. It flows through you, out of your belly. It's flowing through you. From within will flow rivers of living water. Summary. Being blessed financially is going to happen when we give. It's just a principle, Right? But you got to work to have to give. Right? Ain't that simple? I don't have to go re-preach that message, do I? But having the blessing of God on our families, children, and all that we do requires us to be obedient to his word and follow his plan. So, avoiding the counsel of the ungodly, avoiding the way of sinners, and avoiding the seed of the scornful will keep us in a position to be blessed. And the way we avoid these things is to do what he says in the next verse. Delight in God's way and line our lives up with his word every day and night. This plants us and his word nourishes us. And we will not wither, but everything we do will prosper. That's the word of God. Deuteronomy says before, I mean behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. But a curse. You want to know how to get the curse? If you will not obey the commandments of the Lord, but turn aside out of the way, take a pledge unto a false God, which you have not known. And I'm not talking about just physically taking it. I'm talking about just doing the opposite of what God says. Look at somebody and say, we got to do what God says. We have to do it God's way. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.